0: All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by Small Cases. Invest in ready-made portfolios created by professionals. Good morning, I'm Alex Matthew and this is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint. It's the end of the week and it's the 15th of November. If you got here using the notification on WhatsApp, you're soon going to have to shift to another way of tracking this podcast. WhatsApp is stopping this service next month. But don't worry, either follow Bloomberg Quint on Telegram or sign up for website notifications and you'll be able to keep listening to this podcast and also follow everything else on Bloomberg Quint. Let's start with the top news today. Vodafone Idea posted the largest ever quarterly loss by any Indian company in the second quarter after the telecom operator provided for nearly 25,700 crore rupees as due spending to the government related to the 14-year-old adjusted gross revenue court dispute. Its net loss widened to over 50,900 crore rupees in the July to September period that compares with a near 5,000 crore loss in the first quarter. What's more, in the notes to accounts in its financial statement, the company said its ability to continue as a going concern is dependent on obtaining reliefs from the government. Its peer Bharti Airtel too bore the brunt of the recent Supreme Court order. It reported a loss of over 23,000 crore rupees in the September quarter as it provided for the due spending to the government. The firm said it provided 16,815 crore rupees towards the license fee that is payable, while 11,635 crore rupees has been kept aside for spectrum usage charges payable on the definition of AGR. Now, the government plans to reduce its stake in Indian oil corporation to below 51 percent while ensuring that the government and state-run companies retain control of the nation's largest oil refiner, according to a Bloomberg report. The cabinet could consider as early as next week a proposal to sell shares in some companies, including Indian oil, bringing the government's stake to below 51 percent. The government directly holds 51.5% stake in Indian Oil Corporation and another 26% through Life Insurance Corporation of India and the explorers ONGC and Oil India. In the aviation space, the Indigo promoter dispute has zero impact on the airline right now, as the co-founders are on the same page of the budget carrier's strategic direction. That's according to the chief executive officer, Rona Datta, who said this when he spoke to PTI. In international news, as Hong Kong descends into even more chaos, the U.S. Senate has moved to quickly pass legislation supporting pro-democracy protesters there by putting the city's special trading status under annual review. China's President Xi Jinping, meanwhile, has said continuing radical violent crimes in Hong Kong have seriously trampled on the rule of law, and that stopping the violence and restoring order is the city's most urgent task at present. She's latest comments come after Hong Kong's government dismissed speculation that it would impose a weekend curfew. In the U.S., Rudy Giuliani, who is President Donald Trump's personal lawyer, is being investigated by federal prosecutors for possible campaign finance violations and a failure to register as a foreign agent as part of an active investigation into his financial dealings, according to three U.S. officials. The probe against Giuliani, which one official said could also include possible charges on violating laws against bribing foreign officials or conspiracy, presents a serious threat to the Trump presidency. We hit a new global debt record in the first half of 2019, according to the Institute of International Finance. It stands at 250 trillion dollars. China and the U.S. accounted for more than 60% of new borrowing, according to a Washington-based IIF. Of course, one could always argue that we needed debt to bring the global economy to this point. But borrowing by governments, households, and non-financial business now accounts for over 240% of the world's GDP, and it's growing faster than the global economy. In international markets, U.S. averages ended largely unchanged, being as they are at near lifetime highs. Markets in the Asia-Pacific region, meanwhile, have started the day strongly positive. The Nikkei 225 in Japan was higher by 0.7% last I checked. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the Trade Setup for the Day in India. Morning Darshan, how are we looking today?
1: Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Global queues are muted at this point of time. Asia, however, is doing well and the SCX Nifty is indicating a positive outlook. But we are at the end of the earnings season. A couple of results that were announced after market hours yesterday. Bharati et al reported an operationally strong result, but there was a net loss due to a one-time Uh, loss that they had to incur. So that was a 28,450 crore loss related to AGR dues. The India cellular revenues increased despite the second quarter being a seasonally weak quarter. Enterprise, Africa, DTH, the EBITDA for all these three rows during the quarter and ARPUs declined slightly in the quarter but there was a 2.6 million increase in subscriber which pretty much offset the decline in ARPUs. ONGC results were in line with estimates. The net realizations were lower by 10% because of lower oil prices. The gas realizations were flat. Higher other income and lower exploration write-off cost aided the financials of the company. Vodafone idea results were in line with estimates. The ARPU moderated decline, but it posted its worst quarterly loss as they provided almost 25,700 crores towards the AGR liability as did Bharti Airtel. The continued loss of uh, subscribers and trading by high ARPU customers impacted the revenues. They reported a loss of 9 million subscribers due to customer disconnection among the low-end subs and de-recognized deferred tax revenues uh, which also dented the profit. Union Bank steady core business, but the higher provisioning led to a loss. The asset quality was also weak. Slippages were elevated, but better recoveries were seen, which restricted the GNPL rise. The credit costs were high at 4.5%, while the loan growth remains weak at 2% YOY. Balkrishna Industries' operationally strong-quarter while deferred tax gain aided the profits, the tonnage declined sharply due to weak demand environment and margins were aided by better realization and lower commodity prices due to crude fall. The company's lowered its FI20 volume growth guidance to a minor decline versus a 3 to 5% growth earlier. Glenmark uh, came out with a very strong set of numbers. The revenue growth was strong across all the segments and lower other expenses aided the margin. India business was up 15%, US was up 5%, API was up 7% and the balance sheet also showed improvement in terms of the receivable and inventory days. Page industry results were in line with estimates. The sales were strong but the margins were extremely weak higher ma- raw material cost impacted the margins and the gross margin was at 56% due to growth in the COGS. HEG weak numbers revenues down 70% ebitda down 90% and profit down 77%. Stocks to watch Vedanta has cut the fy1920 capex guidance to 85 to 8000 to 8500 crores from the earlier 10000 crores in the conference call. SBI board has approved the divestment of the bank's stake in SBI cards up to 4% through IPO. SIPLA said that they've received four observations for the manufacturing facility at Patal Ganga by the USFDA. And IRCTC has hiked the catering charges for meals served in three of the trains. Narayana Rudale will be in focus uh, The and Discovery Master Fund acquired 13 lakh shares yesterday and Aditya Birla Sun Life Small Cap Fund acquired 11 lakh shares in a block deal yesterday. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, BloombergQuinn.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade.
0: Thanks, Sarshan. Well, that's all we have for you on this podcast indeed for this week. But do look up the website, BloombergQuinn.com. There's a lot of interesting stories there even as we speak and, of course, over the course of the day. Thanks so much for listening and have a great weekend.